The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. And as Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginnings of the birth pains. Be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils and you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you are to say, but say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, A Jesuit by the name of Matteo Ricci made his way to the Far East in the late 16th century to do mission work among the Chinese people. Like most people who embark on the mission field, Ricci probably felt very confident at the outset. What Ricci and other missionaries would quickly learn about work in the Far East was that he would have to be patient and wait for the Lord to provide the way forward. Matteo Ricci would come to realize that the Lord did a great amount of teaching in between action. Luther called it meditatio, meditation. The Lord's work would also happen differently than expected. For us today, a holy life is often found in the quiet, sometimes frustrating and uncertain moments of life. We often come to learn things that we did not anticipate as we stroll along and muse upon the scriptures. We search the deep questions of life, and sometimes the deep teachings of life find us. 
A disciple remarked to Jesus, what a wonder the temple was. And he did it as a way of demonstrating God's blessing upon the people. Look, look at this. Jesus surprised the disciples by his response, and it prompted a time of quiet and holy reflection on the Mount of Olives. St. Mark provides an opportunity for us then to muse from the Mount of Olives also so that we may learn about the Lord's holy movements in our lives. Our musing this morning provides us to ponder one thing, the love and mercy of Jesus coming into difficult circumstances. Jesus on the Mount spoke about the destruction of the temple and the unspeakable atrocities that would take place in Jerusalem. He was talking specifically about the besieging of Jerusalem from 66 to 70 A.D. The disciples thought that the physical structure of the temple was a sign of God's love. But Jesus was indicating that the time of the sacrifices would come to an end. For many, the times surrounding the destruction of the temple would prove to test the faith of the people severely. On the Mount of Olives, the few disciples who conversed with Jesus meditated upon the temple and its value in the Old Testament along with the cultus of sacrifice. What was the world coming to if the holy temple was to be destroyed? Oh, how their lives would be impacted and changed. They only knew life in and around Jerusalem with temple worship. It must have been inconceivable for them as they listened to Jesus. How would the Lord's love and presence continue in the face of change? Human beings experience a level of fear and uncertainty in the midst of change. It's natural because we like rhythm. Rhythm provides continuity. Continuity creates calm and provides a place where we spend the bulk of our lives. Rhythm establishes home. The destruction of the temple and the fall of Jerusalem sounded like a frightening chaos to the disciples. But Jesus says, and it, as if we're tucked away in the text, in verse 10, and the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. In Matthew's account of this Mount of Olives musing on the destruction of the temple, Jesus says, so when you see the abomination of desolation, then let those who are in Judea flee to the hills. And we know from history what happened. And from Scripture. Before the fall of Jerusalem in 70 AD, the apostles and the Christians fled to the city of Pella. They were scattered out and away to give place for the gospel to go forth. An interesting thing happened as a result of the temple ruins. The lack of temple 
ended ritual sacrifice. This changed the shape of the interpretation of the Old Testament. The Judaism of the Sadducees was over. The Sadducees had insisted that a Jew could worship only at the temple. So what was left was the way of the Pharisees and the synagogue, or the reading of the Old Testament in the light of Christ and the gospel. The Christians were spared, and the way to Christ through the Old Testament became clearer. The love and mercy of Jesus comes in times of uncertainty, as the light of Christ shines on journeys where we cannot see the result. This can be in times of illness. It can happen when the course of our lives are shifting in the midst of a major change. It can happen when we only see danger or when we have only concern or worry. But Jesus comes with his gospel and brings us into the next chapter of life. The church's mission has witnessed countless episodes just like this. These end times circumstances are no cause to despair. Jesus will protect his bride, the church, and care for her to the end. Part of the beauty and the care that Jesus shows to his bride is how he provides for her in a world that keeps on changing and shifting and getting caught amid a world of sin and danger. In Acts we read that it was customary for the apostles to continue to go to the temple to pray and to hear scripture. James the bishop of Jerusalem continued to go to temple while it existed. But Jesus gave the church the Eucharist. And the Christians would gather in homes and house churches to have that Eucharist. Through Christ's death on the cross, His sacrifice ended all sacrifices. He now provided the sacraments, and these could be found anywhere that there were pastors and church. The Lord provided the church and her gospel to go out to the highways and the byways. And you are the fruit of that. You are beloved. And you reside in the sacred heart of Jesus who always loves you. You rest with him as his blood washes away your sins. He will always provide a way to shepherd you as the world goes crazy. And just like the 16th century Jesuit, Matteo Ricci, he would learn in the quiet moments about the Lord's faithfulness. And so we too, muse on the Mount of Olives with the apostles as we think about the temple that would fall and we look ahead to the passion of Jesus where victory over evil is secured for a world in pain. And we... Behold, an eternal and enduring church with Eucharist where the bells ring, signaling that Jesus comes to save us. In the holy name of Jesus.